Yeah. Just got to roll with it sometimes. Where's uh? We need, we need John Toast? McAfee to cut his dick off before. Uh... <laughs> 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 or he's he's still sleeping. <laughs> yeah, like we isn't got he like Jack isn't he on a boat somewhere? Uh, probably. That's I know he's busy. Yeah, probably. I heard if the groundhog sees its shadow, it's another eight months of crypto winter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Accumulate, baby. Uh, the word is I, I heard Toast saw his shadow, so he went back underneath. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get to the point where no one believes anymore, and then it'll <laughs> turn around. That's when it flips. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, I think Toast will be back. He's not going to be like, he's not going to bust a Satoshi, but like, that would be pretty epic if he just kind of faded away. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of, you know, you know, like in a way. Yeah, he just totally. like He should just, he should just fade away and then come back like under a different username. Then like, he's somebody else. That's what you know? John McAfee, <laughs> I mean, Satoshi did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think Satoshi's in the community? He's just somebody else? <laughs> That'd be cool. I would. I mean, you could be. Do you think somebody could pretend to be somebody else like that without giving the like to me here? It's pretty fucking crazy. It makes me think like the moon landings. Are, the moon landing is fake. If like <laughs> someone can invent Bitcoin and shut up about it. Yeah, that's 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 a strange one. You know what I mean? Like, he, I think it's either like one of two things. He's either just erased himself and came back as somebody else, or he died. You know, he was a. Uh, he was Finny. I didn't have like the biggest the most shit eating grin all the time. Like, yeah. It's like uh I think that's the I think that's the most likely scenario it was how Finny, you know, I mean just Or I don't know, you know, who knows? It gives it its uh mysticism. <laughs> yeah, I am Spartacus. You're Spartacus? Damn dude. <laughs> you got abs too? <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So someone posted an infographic today that I checked out. I can't believe the hash rate's so high. Crazy, huh? That's awesome. No. It's um it's it's and I think with just the FPGA community it's pretty uh kinda of flies over the radar and there's a lot of FPGA miners mining it, you know? Holy shit! The bit, the difficulty's at a billion now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking nuts. Hey. Time to buy it. The FPGA miner. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, OX1. When when are we making that FPGA miner? <laughs> <laughs> we uh we both bought like a Maybe. dev kit uh go around like December, and I uh downloaded like the software and just like totally overwhelmed by the this like i don't know where to begin <laughs> i heard that the are they're pretty um just like the communities they're like really tight-knit you know with their bit streams they're uh hmm. just kind of hush-hush you know they don't, they don't like to share secrets with each other <laughs> makes sense yeah it makes sense yeah, there must be a lot of like um, under like the number of people that bought like hundreds of seven thousand dollar 
FPGAs and are fucking down on their investment. Like, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of them are really expensive, man. Um, they have what? Do you see that one test phase posted today? That's what it's. That one's pretty. They're making some more uh, cost efficient models, you know, of just smaller FPGAs, you know? Oh, but they're wow. still, like, better than a couple of GPUs put together, you know? Yeah, I don't know how, even how much better than GPUs they are. I, I know that they're definitely better on, like, power usage, um, but if you just look at, like, the price to buy the hardware versus the hash rate, it's, like, about mm. comparable to a GPU. It's just that then to operate it, it's, like, a fifth the price or something like that. But if you but like if you estimate the lifespan of a GPU versus an FPGA, it's like I'm making all these numbers up. Like but like half of it is the cost of it and then another half of it is like the power usage. So it's not like it's five times less expensive to mine with an FPGA, it's like two times less expensive, but kinda of yeah. rough rough estimate. Do you have to pay for bit streams? Uh, is that something? Some of them have like super high um, dev fees, like the FPGA mm. that miner that they're using for OX uh, Bitcoin. I think has like a double digit um, dev fee to it. So you you pay right. as you use it, effectively. Mm. And they're all closed mm. source. And um, yeah, we were wondering if there was a way to like make it more efficient. Because obviously I know more about software than other people. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if it was open source, you could hack on it. Like our um, GPU miners, the result of like a bunch of us just making a lot of micro optimizations to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's um. Crypto, Crypto Michael, what's up, dude? Nice. Hmm. Sorry, guys. I'm currently at work. Oh, no worries, man. Just say hi. Nice. Yeah, I mean, this is awesome. This is cool to... <coughs> I'm I'm really waiting for Xerox Pizza to hop on. <laughs> I'm crossing yeah. my fingers. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god. Hey Rod, did you? Were you? You and Mikers, were you guys both here? Um, how like how, when did you hear about it? Like, was it the first day, or were you guys here like this difficulty? I, or? I I was like I was late to the game, honestly. With I th I think I only showed up around April of last year, but I really oh, started. Yeah kind of diving into it how about you mike you're you were in pretty early weren't you yeah i was in i don't know not necessarily the first day but the first like week or so i saw uh one of toast's posts on eth dev or uh one of the reddits um and okay. i was like chatting with him and like a comment thread i was like this is awesome this is hilarious like sure i'll download the miner <laughs> it was pretty fun when did you uh, when did you put together your pool, Mike? Um, that is a great question. 
Um, <laughs> I'm my. I, I want. I'll just pretend. I. April, June, um, August. Because you, yours, yours was one of the first ones. Certainly one of the most prominent ones of 2018. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Toast wrote his first version of the pool. And then I wanted just the community to have like a resilient source, like a backup. Yeah. Um, and so I spun mine up, and then I, yeah, have like a but like a decade of experience like running web scale um, software. So mm -hmm. I just kept like uh, hacking it to make it more scalable, and like had good monitoring for it and stuff. Cool. Like when did uh, see? I think I got in just after or during the whole like GPU race. So oh, cool. and that's that's when pizza kind of came on the scene, right? Yeah, yeah. It was well, he invented cool. the he first was, um, GPU miner. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so I have a question, like, did he share that with you guys, like, after a while, he felt, or did you guys develop one also, like, no, did he, he share it? He kind of, he kind of taunted it a bit, like, in a playful <laughs> way. He, he was, he was kind of a mysterious dude, too, right? Yeah, but he, he was, he was very encouraging, but he wouldn't give away the code, either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was like, oh, you guys are really smart, you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, awesome. meanwhile, he'd release something in a week. Oh, look, I made mine faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he Just was like using the, <laughs> the code from the open source one and putting it in in his miner. Right. Yeah, dude. he was he was good though. He uh he made sure he funneled off a, a certain percentage. I think it was like ten percent or fifteen percent of his earnings back yeah. into the foundation. Oh yeah, he gave a lot. Yeah. yeah, he gave me a few tokens for making memes too. Oh, that's, oh, awesome. that's cool. Right on. <sighs> Fun times. Um, Mike is gonna be like, "Well, it's been a year. I should probably tell you guys all." I was pizza. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while well lasted. I don't know you guys. <laughs> I had the best pool then, and I have the best pool now. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hey, Marcus, uh, what's the? Have you thought about lowering the difficulty on your pool, like just a tad? Um. Yeah. Definitely. Something I can. I can do. Um. For sure. I think you might might be able to get a few more uh, miners if you did, because I think, well, you'd at least be able to capture some of the um, people who got a few GPUs, because I definitely see the perks of mining on Toasty's pool versus, but I, I would love to mine on, like, I don't mine on yours because I'm running one card, because oh, cool. when we were finding blocks, like, every five minutes, sometimes I would never find a share, you know, in that block time. So I, I went over to, like, Toasty's, and then now I'm mining on actually mining on token mining pool right now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm worried it, about making changes like that because some of the miners, like the mining programs, are mm. like not expecting certain things to change. And mm -hmm. so if I make a change to the pool, it's like it, I'm worried it'll 
uh, either cause miners to mine and send invalid shares or um, like crash some of the miners or, or something like that. Um, like, I, I, I think Sol was saying one time that that re- like anything like 64,000 and above is is where you kind of want to be for efficiency for the miner. Like anything below that, it can, like you said, you have invalid shares to be more efficient, inefficient, you know? And yeah. I thought maybe that's why you guys chose that difficulty. Yeah, there's like a whole like cascade of trade-offs that, that come into play. Yeah. So it's like... Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nice. All good. But yeah, the at the very least the pool's been like running pretty smoothly recently or I haven't had to actually like uh do anything, which is ideal. <laughs> like nothing's crashed and things are smooth. No DDoS attacks. Yeah, at least none that are having an effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty smooth. Pretty chill. Yeah, there was a there was a like a three month period last year where a lot happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I just think it, it was like, and then and then on top of that, there was just a whole. A bunch of scaling issues, you know, like they just Xerox Bitcoin just grew so so like it grew so fast so quick that I think um we ran into which was a good thing I think because it kind of um it allowed the community to solve some problems you know with you know uh, to understand uh, as we grew larger you know kind of what we'd be facing. So mm-hmm. what's the what's like the future of um, what was that thing called? The one where you have to send tokens when you can pay transaction fees in OX Bitcoin. What's that app called? Mm. Yeah, the Lava Wallet. Oh, the- yeah, Lava, Lava. Yeah. The yeah. really happened or not? Yeah. You no, know, um, I know that Toast. Last time he talked about it, he had done. Um, he was making a lot of progress on it, and. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you know a couple of weeks or a month from now Toast just comes back and like everything's finished, and um and then he has, you know, or then he has like an exchange to build two around it because because he's a uh, because he, last time I heard him commenting he was talking about doing an exchange and he's like I've already uh, drew out the plans it would take me about a hundred hours and so like, he's always been kind of the type where I feel like um he just come out of nowhere and he'd have it finished so I, I don't believe- know. In terms of the lava wallet, Toast was waiting on um, an Ethereum update. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I think, that oh, I think yeah, MetaMask was changing something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, because I think he did a bunch of work, and um, yeah, he probably had like twenty plus hours that he pretty much lost, did for nothing in a way, just because. He had to redo a bunch of stuff. So I think, yeah, waiting for the updates is kind of a big thing. Yeah. And then, like, um, there's been some cool projects coming up, like, around um, OS Bitcoin. Um, Cedo and, like, the way that they're, like, talk- doing, like, token distribution through mining. And I don't know exactly how they're funding everything, but... I haven't been too close in their progress, but there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. 
And then there's, um, have, you, have you seen any updates on Lyra Cash in a bit, uh, Jeff? Uh, I, yeah, she she got she. I guess she's been busy working. Like she got a new job, but she's making progress on it slowly. And from the, I haven't fooled around with it yet. I fooled around with it. She had one on testnet, oh. but I fooled around with the interface. <laughs> like she's doing a, a pretty sick like web store layout, dude. Like it's pretty legit, dude. And um, she's she's a really talented uh, UI. Yeah. Person. Oh man, yeah. It would be nice if we could pull her or engage her somehow into OX Bitcoin. I like I, I laid yeah I, I laid the case out I laid the case out to her for that like I pretty much put it on the table how I said that I think that I think that Lyric Cash it could work but it's essentially dead in the water because it doesn't really serve a purpose I go but you could be doing this for something with zero Bitcoin and I think that you know even if you were looking um, you know, to make a, a fees off of it or something, there's some way you can implement that. You know, it doesn't have, you don't have to have your own token. And I kind of laid out the case for it. And she, like, really, uh, she took it well. She, like, really was like, thank you for your input and respect it and this and that. But I think she wants to stay the route. She's she's going with that one. But um, I think, she, you know, I just said, you know, you'll, you'll see down the road whether it'll work or not, you know. But. Yeah. Did she, she, I, she had a pool. Or she was playing around with the idea of a pool for a while now. Uh, the last time yeah, I think she ran into she ran into some issues and then yeah. what she said. Did so she get she into those? Just kinda, no, I think she just kind of like moved past it for now. Okay. She said she started a new job and that was kind of taking up a lot of her time. Right. So I, okay. I understand. Hey, uh, Lodge, I wanted to ask you about something. Um, me and Michael were like throwing around, kicking around some stuff the other day about. Do you understand how? Um, you know, uh, like E2.0. So you'll have to redeploy. Would you have to redeploy zero Bitcoin? Is that how it works? Or does everything just migrate uh, automatically? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you, yeah. Okay. You know uh, to, have you heard about, like, contracts and, and how to uh, migrate? See if we can get Vitalik on this call. <laughs> I, I don't know I've been, I've been doing some yes. research on it uh, someone DM'd me um, and asked me if, if I knew and I was like you know it's a great question you're asking um, I'll do some research um, and I think that there's kind of like a v v Vitalik, Vitalik um, seems to be posting stuff that indicates in a way that he, I'm over-dramatizing and oversimplifying, but it seems like he's posting where he, like, doesn't seem to give a fuck about what's on the ETH current chain. Um, and then there's a bunch of other people that are like, that's weird. Here's, like, four different ways that we can do this ETH 2.0 migration that doesn't fuck up things on the old <laughs> chain. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I, I feel like... Um, Either he's like doing some kind of like proof by um, it, what is it called? Proof mm -hmm. by indirection or proof by contradiction that like <laughs> like things yeah. will kind of take care of itself. Um, there's some shit where it's like um, yes, I mean it's it's pretty interesting. So there's the current Ethereum proof of work chain, and it seems like what the one way that the like what uh, Vitalik seems to be vying for is to let the difficulty bomb like 
keep going off and like slowly that chain just has um, higher and higher block times. And then the suggestion mm -hmm. is that people who want their shit and care about their shit deploy a new contract um, to the new chain. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's a way to, even if it's like a token, like there's a way to just like um, do that. And then we could do something where it's like, um, you know, we'll like have Toast deploy the new contract or something, or the community will deploy a new contract. Um, and, and this is like the worst, this is like the worst case scenario. And then there's like sure, sure. five other scenarios that are like you, why you won't need to deploy a new contract. Um, but it's like, then you deploy it to either the beacon chain or one of the shard chains. And then you have to like, the whole thing's like super complicated. Um, mm -hmm. and then, um, uh, so, so that's you think, like, you think we're just too, we're just too far out from like really knowing, yeah, like, yeah, but, but you know that, what would like, be the okay, best move. In the new contract, it's like we can do something where it's like if you burn your tokens on the old contract, you get new tokens on the new contract, like something like that, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so that it can be done even like trustlessly, like you don't have to even like worry about an airdrop sort of thing. Sure, um, sure. So that's. I feel it. That's one thing. And then another person just, like, commented on this thread and was like, why the fuck don't we just make the old proof-of-work chain the new chain's beacon chain? Like, why are we, like, fucking over all the other contracts? Like, this would be easy. And then people are like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, why don't we do that? Wait, wait, wait make, make a, a wait, the other chain beacon chain, you said? Yeah, so there's this concept called what the beacon you... chain, which is, like, a chain that sort of, like, manages the... Um, the uh, shard chain. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so, gotcha. so one plan for ETH 2.0 is to have essentially these like three chains the old proof of work chain, the beacon chain that manages the shard chain, and then 1024 shard chains. Um, so that's one option. Then, another option that some developer is throwing around that to me seems like I don't even understand it. Um, like, it's like, I get it abstractly, but it's like, I don't know how that works. But he's saying that he wants on one of the shard chains to deploy an Ethereum contract that represents the um, current proof of work chain. And so, like, you'll just have on the Ethereum chain a contract that represents the old chain. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I mean, it like seems, but it seems good. And then that would mean like nothing would have to happen if they migrate the proof of work chain to the beacon chain, which I think is the most likely option. Then again, like nothing would have to happen. Um, I, I think that's probably what will happen, because when you think about projects that, I mean, uh, Ethereum like cares about, like a big one is like the die contract and like MakerDAO. And there's like, mm -hmm. what, like a a billion dollars or two hundred yeah. million dollars yeah. worth of shit on there, so it's like yeah. you know they have to like Ethereum has to like not fuck that contract up, and like that's a token that's like deployed trustlessly. So so we're in the same boat as like every other token on Ethereum. So I'm like not really confident. Yeah, yeah. I'm super confident that we'll literally have to do nothing. Um, but yeah. in this like surprising worst case scenario um there can just be uh, a thing but um yeah i mean it'll be cool when um 
Uh, yeah, they want to increase the capacity of the Ethereum network basically by a thousand uh, by creating a thousand shards. And then I think even down the line, it, it'll be something where they can um, increase uh, and create more and more shards um, and just kind of scale linearly. Um, so, so that'll be really cool. And having a trustless, pure-mined um, currency commodity token uh, across all those shards that works natively and, and trustlessly will only um, make more and more sense. Because the monetary policy of Ethereum is way, is as up in the air as um, the final structures of ETH 2.0, and like with OX Bitcoin, like we know it's just following the having rules of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. With the, I, I mean, I don't. I think we have a fairly, like you said, even worst case scenario. We have a fairly easy um, road to migrating because I don't think it would be very hard to get the community consensus because you want to be on you want to be where Ethereum's at you know you want to be on the main chain and so um, and I, I think it's an interesting concept you're saying just letting the difficulty bomb keep going off on the old chain um, that would deter people from holding value on the old chain you know or, or whatnot. Yeah, there yeah, yeah, there's a, a thread on yeah. Reddit um, where it was like an AMA, an ETH 2.0 AMA um, that I'm getting most of my information on, and that was like uh, around this week. Um, so it's gotcha. definitely like a moving target, and it seems like there's a lot of stakeholders that still have not been heard from, um, and also a lot of stakeholders that have sort of conflicting ideas. Um, so, but, but it seems like... Um, yeah, things are things are moving. Um, yeah, and it's definitely exciting. And Ethereum is definitely the most interesting smart contract platform. I, I've kind of heard a lot of a lot of things being preached in the sense that um, uh, you know, trying to be too decentralized will be the death of projects on Ethereum. And I, I, I agree to some extent, but then a lot of times I don't agree with that because. You know, I think Xerox Bitcoin is the epitome of decentralization. You know, you really can't get any more decentralized than it is. But um, um, I can see where that argument is being made. But I see that term being thrown around a lot more and more about you know why are we trying to be too decentralized? You know, but I I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. We were we were talking about this a bit in one of our uh, DMs about like how. Um, I think it was like the live peer talk, the live peer AMA we were watching um, was mm -hmm. talking about uh, shit, um, governance, right? Yep. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's like who, um, like the only reason that you need governance is like if your laws are changing or like your rules are changing. Like if you're done with the constitution or you're done with your smart contract, like you don't you don't need governance and what's great about like OX Bitcoin is it's, it's been done um, as soon as it was deployed and it's only, I, I don't know, four, 200 lines of code. There's a lot of blank lines in the 400 or so lines of code, but it's, it's very small and tight. Um, so if you're doing something that is ever changing, if you're building a social network on top of an Ethereum smart contract, and you're going to want to change the way that, uh, sorry about the background sirens. Um, 
uh, if you're gonna change the want to change the way that upvotes work, or you want to rename hearts to likes, or or whatever the fuck, then you need like some kind of voting system. But it seems like that's more of like a bug than a feature. To like, you should just kind of try to set your features in stone um, and just kind of like um, all agree to it in advance, or find another project where hearts are likes and likes are hearts, or or something like that. But it's definitely what's great about this project is it's it's been done, uh, it's been finished rather, um, and it's still growing. The hash rate's growing. The hash rate's super high, um, and there's this fundamental uh, physical scarcity that is created by the proof of work um, algorithm. Yeah, that's neat. That's cool. Yeah, I, I was having a, like, um, I don't know if it was, like, a lighthearted conversation or people were trolling me or a little bit of both or I was trolling them on Twitter um, mm -hmm. about, uh, like, the value of, like, OX Bitcoin. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I, I think a lot of, like, the... Um, negative like ox bitcoin people are funny because like i, I kind of like a, a few reasons in my mind but like primarily it's like um any argument where it's like oh like a mind like why would someone like put hash power into like just generating a token right it's like so mm -hmm. if are are you a like is your twitter like handle like crypto dog or whatever and like you're making arguments that in theory also apply to Bitcoin. Like why does Bitcoin have any value? Right. And it's no. like, you know, it's like we're all in crypto for our own reasons. So if we do want to separately agree that Bitcoin is meaningful and has value, like it can't just be that it has value because it is the first, like I think to some extent, um, the yeah. scarcity, um, creates a lot of value, but like, when just people are making, I think, like, bad faith arguments that also apply to Bitcoin, I find that, like, someone who isn't thinking critically or someone who's kind of locked into um, some way of thinking. But um, it's just so cool that it's, like, here's this thing that anyone can create. And there's, like, the, the economic rules of supply and demand. And here we have math that, like, doesn't necessarily, like, with, there's whole sorts of analysis on unstable coins um, around having a price floor and a price ceiling. So with a, a stable coin, um, you want to have a price floor of $1, you want to have a price ceiling of $1. Um, so with 0x Bitcoin, like if it costs um, 20 cents or something like that um, to mine a token, and someone wants to acquire one and the market's selling them for 10 cents, like people are going to keep buying that, buying the token to acquire. And eventually that price will like equilibrate with the mining price. If there's enough mm -hmm. demand, um, you know, otherwise you can sure you get into like some kind of um, death spiral sort of situation. And um, you know, that's true with Bitcoin too. Um, but what, what, one thing, one thing I want to say to that real quick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind is, of rambling. Uh, 
Oh yeah, you're fine, dude. You're good. It's good stuff. Um, but to touch on what you were saying, um, I I agree with you. I I think mostly, like you said, it's um, it's people not really thinking critically because if you think back to, um, how EIP nine one eight uh how it works, and if you really like looked into it and you studied it and you fully understand um how it can be changed, what can be done to it, and what it can be used for, if you think real critically about it. I mean, if you Zero's Bitcoin was essentially just it opened the door to being able to, you know, you don't have to have make another token like zero X Bitcoin, but like, that's why I like uh, mineables.io that, that Lodge is working on and, and things that have to do with that because it, like you, it, it kind of, it eliminates that, um, it, it creates a new distribution method far better. It's not perfect, but it's the best we have. And it's far better than, than anything out there really right now that exists, you know, you, you know, there's so many, there's so many things wrong with ICOs and, and different uh, airdrop methods. Like I can go on for days, you know, talking about what's wrong with them, you know, and there's sure you could make the argument. There's a lot of things wrong with them. Uh, mining tokens on Ethereum and some of its um, benefits and, and things that, um, you know, maybe some people give the, uh, the energy argument. It's a waste of energy, this or that. Yeah. And we've all talked about this before. And I think it's um, it's just if, if you think like critical about it, it's um, far better, like leaps and bounds better than anything that we have right now on Ethereum, you know. And will that change in the future? Yeah, I could see it uh, morphing to something or somebody taking it and taking it a step further, maybe. Um, and that's just something we're gonna have to kind of see what happens, you know. Um, and like you said, I think people who talk like that, I think insanely, just they're just not they haven't done enough research into it to fully understand it. It's mainly people, it's people who just don't understand it. And, you know, sometimes I think we want to, um, yeah, call them, you know, like all those people are stupid. Another kind of, like, counter, counter argument I hear a lot that I think is funny, especially when we're talking about this ETH 2.0 stuff, is, like, people are, like, mining tokens, like, that's dumb because you're just taking away from the security of the Ethereum chain. Mm. And it's like, well, we're like the entirety of the development focused on like on Ethereum is on bringing us to a proof of stake based security. And so like that argument only holds like until the chain is also is secured by stake. And then, like, that argument goes away. So even that's, like, a, a shorter-term, like, argument on security. Um, and that's kind of, like, what I think my expectation is, is that when Ethereum really does go um, fully proof-of-stake, there's going to be um, issues with a pure proof-of-stake system. Like, it's a closed system. There's no way to add energy or add money to it. Um, without, yeah, just, like, buying shit. Um, but with mining, like, every, really, like, every successful um, crypto um, up until recently, I, I guess, like, um, Tron, EOS, um, I, you can argue are successful, um, are uh, not, like, don't, aren't secured by mining. Um, but... Sure. Yeah, as far as that goes, like, they had this, like, token generation event, they had a, an ICO, and then that was kind of it. Um, Ethereum had an ICO, but a lot of, uh, a, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know, maybe um, what percentage 
of of Ethereum generated is from um, mining, but a lot of like how people got into it um, and and came to care about Ethereum and came to hear about it was through mining, was through like the GPU mining mm-hmm. Reddit. Um, so I, I think there is always going to be a demand for miners on crypto. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's something, I guess to me, there's something, the thing that got to me when I first looked at Xerox Bitcoin was there's something magical about pointing my hardware and getting an Ethereum token. And that's it. You know, I didn't have to go to an exchange, you know, um, and even my buddies that, you know, were gamers, I could just say, hey, you can do this. You can point your point your system at this, you know, using this mining software and, and this pool and you can get you can get crypto. So you're going straight from your energy and getting getting these tokens. And so I think that that kind of gets back to me it was it kind of gets back to a more pure time i suppose um, on the on the crypto timeline and i think those i think i actually think that concept's relatively sort of timeless right yeah definitely yeah for sure <clears throat> yeah that's like what um uh, Nick Sabo's uh, Bit Gold is, and then um, I think he like stopped building it, or maybe he secretly is Satoshi, um, and kept building it. Um, but um, yeah, the issue and like the Bitcoin um, white paper, it talks about how uh, you need a server that can a decentralized, um, trustless um, server where you can. Uh, have that server or network agree upon the order of events and um, at least on a long enough time scale of consistency and then you can use that to prevent double spends um, right and so OX Bitcoin is like the name Ethereum Bitcoin it's like if there was some totally different order of events where Ethereum just like existed and Nick Sabo woke up and said I have this idea for Bitgold oh wait I have this problem of double spends oh cool I can use the Ethereum network to manage that and then that's what like OX Bitcoin is mm-hmm. yeah absolutely hey I want to bring up something really quick um, well we have a bunch of people in here um, uh, at the foundation meeting we had talked about coming out with a uh, with the release of WBTC, and um, I think we all here see uh, a lot of issues, you know, with WBTC and Micros, the way he put it. It's kind of like a house of cards, you know, and it's, I would be weary on building on top of that house of cards, you know, and um, or putting, you know, a lot of yeah, uh, sure. dApps on top of that. And so Thank we were, think, were thinking about, we were thinking about uh, coming out with an article that didn't necessarily didn't really say, hey, we're 0x Bitcoin, we're better than WBTC, but it's like, hey, on Ethereum, there's a place for WBTC and there's value in it, and we see that, but also, there's also value for a pure mine currency, almost kind of like, hey, there's yeah. this, but we also have this, and so we, we wanted to come out with a Medium article, so if anybody here uh, wanted to start writing that, or had some thoughts or input on it, um, that um, would be greatly I've got appreciated. some input on making OXBTC a better currency overall. Um, 
what you need is a place to cash it out in different countries. So you need to be on exchanges where you can cash it out in like China and cash it out in America. And then you've got like liquidity. But right now, it's like, there's yeah. no like liquidity function within the currency. There's no like, there's no, it can't transport masses of value because there's something like WBTC has Yeah, you're correct. You're yeah, you're right about that. Is, that is an issue yeah. that we're uh, faced with right now. So, guessing it onto exchanges, really. Well, I know you had some. Uh, I'll say strong yeah. thoughts, Lodge. Lodge, you, you had mentioned in the past. I just not not that you had some strong thoughts on it, but yeah. I know you had some concerns with WBTC. Uh, Lodge, what did, what what are you? Oh thoughts yeah. On? <clears throat> uh, well, I've been kind of keeping up with these guys. I mean. At the end of the day, I, I, I'm kind of on the fence with it, and I kind of la- here's where I kind of landed with WBs. Is there a place for it? I think so. Um, in sure. Ethereum, I think so. I think certainly being able to tokenize Bitcoin onto Ethereum isn't a terrible idea. Um, you know, and we make the same argument for we have been making the same argument for Xerox Bitcoin. Um, in that we want, you know, we want to have this this pure mind token that's available to the Ethereum, the greater Ethereum uh, ecosystem, right? The DApp ecosystem, all these different exchanges, games, and all these cool apps coming out, all these cool decentralized apps coming out. So cer- certainly, there's a place for tokenized Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where I kind of had trouble with it was has always been the centralized components, right? And the and the way they've deployed it. And I guess I was I was just trying to be, be the squeaky wheel, I think, to these guys, um, mm-hmm. and, and just just say, hey, guys, not a terrible idea, but let's 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 just take time, or why don't we all just take time, or why don't you engage the community more and take time and, and do it de- in a decentralized manner. Um, so what are the centralized components in it? So from what, what I understand, the centralized components are um, the custodians, uh, the entry points and the custodians. Uh, and so so this is where I've been kind of, I kind of stepped back a bit and thought, eh, good idea. If we can make it totally decentralized, that would be a better idea. So, and that's yeah. that's kind of where I, I, I landed it, with it. It's like, it's like the Hotel California. You can come, but you can never leave. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, somebody had to take the first step, and it, let's be honest, it was bound to happen. Um, so yeah. again, I'm not, I'm not bashing these guys. I think, I think it's not a terrible idea to tokenize Bitcoin. I just think, um, and they've even, they've even said that that in the future they would like to make it more decentralized um, as well. So whether that happens or not, we'll see. But. That's, yeah, you're you're one hundred you're one hundred percent correct. It, it it had to start somewhere, you know. And, it did, yeah. And, you know, like it's not all bad, you know. Yeah. But, but I think some people think get really excited, especially in the, um, the development community in Ethereum, and they want to rush to like build all this stuff, you know, on top of it. And like Mike Rizzo put it, it's kind of like a house of cards. You got to be careful, you know. Yeah, I. Uh, it would I, suck uh, to have a lot of a lot I, of value locked up in it. it a bit further, and it's like I'll try to be brief. Um, <laughs> the issues are essentially like 
Um, it's like it's got like this like Roach Motel sort of thing. Like you can check in, but you can't check out. But it's like so if you want to get WBTC, I think like one way of doing it is you go to like the only way of doing it really. There's two ways of doing it. One is you become a merchant partner, which I think essentially means that you're a mega exchange. And you have, like, the ability to get in touch with them and mint WBTC or whatever, turn your BTC into WBTC. Um, and that's, like, a mm. super centralized, like, that's, like, no, that's really problematic. Or so you go to a centralized exchange. The way I envisioned it was a smart, it was a smart contract on Bitcoin. So it's not actually locking anything. So the locking on Bitcoin chain is done centrally. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a there's basically like a multi-sig address that you transfer. If you're an exchange that wants to buy WBTC, um, you transfer that many, like you probably call them on the phone and tell them you're about to do it. Um, you transfer uh, your exchange's Bitcoin to some multi-sig contract that I think is just for now, really owned by Kyber. They're the group that launched it initially. They're working on decentralizing that control, but, um, you know, wh whatever. Like, I'm sure that'll happen eventually, and I'm not sure. Maybe they've made more progress are you, than that. Are you Brandon Grill? Are you the guy who wrote this article I'm looking at now? About, uh, no, but we, um, uh, we chatted about it um, together. Um, yeah. But, and I was looking more recently, and so there's this concept of like merchant account. So if you want to cash out, um, you either have to do you either as like an individual just go to an exchange that trades WBTC and trade like I don't know WBTC for ETH and then turn ETH into like money, um, or you have to be a merchant account or something like that. But it's like only a select few res number of people that can do it. So, so the whole thing is like it's pretending like there's this liquidity, but really to transfer from WBTC to BTC is this like um, fairly like like you have to be like a merchant, which I think means you have to be an exchange. Um, but then like a little further, um, there's like like existential threats to the value of this like currency. Um, and so like the two like obvious ones and so far that I can think of are um, one that whatever process that's um, backing the WBTC, like that process is no longer um, what, soluble, sorry, um, solvent. Um, <laughs> solvent uh, is no longer fully funded for some reason. And maybe um, there's a meteorite that kills all the... Sorry, um, kills all the instances of the private key, or there's um, <laughs> wow, how dramatic! <laughs> how about, how about <laughs> so? <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> dinosaurs come back to life find <laughs> um, so, so there's real reasons why um, the solvency could be in question and then a second reason is if if um, the um, 
Sorry, uh, Barack Obama umbrella. Could you? Uh, I think you're. I think you're uh, uh, creating some feedback. Some echo. All good. Thanks, man. Um, appreciate it. Uh, cool. Maybe like mute unless you're talking. I just. Sorry for. Um. <laughs> Okay. No, I want to hear you. Um, whatever. I'll just talk over my own echo. I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. Can you mute up? Josh? I thought like this, but... Let me hit it. That's funny. Uh, anyway, um, my, my last thing is that, like, the what if the, the SEC or the IRS comes in and says, like, hey, there's money laundering or drug trafficking or, or some illegal activity that's happening on WBTC? Um, because there's, like, these actual, like, organizations that are in control of it, they can go and, like, send a legal notice to the Kyber Exchange and shut them down. So either, like, physically the um, backing of the Bitcoin can be lost or there can be like government intervention. While with something like OX Bitcoin, it's like you'd have to shut down the Ethereum network um, to mess with OXBTC. So if you're building something like DAI where you're collateralizing value or something like compound finance where you're sending out loans um, using WBTC and then all of a sudden um, like that um, contract is shut down. And there's even like a pause method in the WBTC contract. Like there's a lot of centralized controls where transfers can't happen if they call pause on it. Um, and then, yeah, so like this week there was that exchange in Canada where some dude likely exit scammed or whatever um, with all that cash and maybe Kyber um, will do that one day. Like why not if the incentives are there? Um, or um, like there could be uh, government government action on it. Um, so building technology on top of WPTC like inherently has that danger um, where you could have some kind of like compounded uh, problem where there's debt on top of these um, tokens that represent Bitcoin. Um, so from like a cyber, yeah. Yeah, I guess it would depend. <laughs>
Yeah. I guess it would, it would have to depend on, like, the specific hypothetical. So, like, if the problem is that the on the Bitcoin chain, um, they lose the private keys so they can't transfer out of the multi-sig contract and back onto the Bitcoin chain, then those Bitcoins would be just, like, lost. Um, right. So, but then, like, what's the value of that? Like, so like, let's say they really lose the private key um, for these tokens, right? Then it's like, now you have this token that is almost like, okay, we know that 5,000 Bitcoins were burned to create it. Um, so now the, it has whatever that is, like a value of 1.5 million was like destroyed to create these tokens. But like, do you want these tokens? Like, what, what's kind of, what's the point of these things? Um, Right, yeah. No, I mean, it's, yeah. It's like a good way to have like a, a financial crisis like on Bitcoin because it's in a way it's like this like fractional reserve thing. So it's like, OK, there's 21 million um, Bitcoins total like ever. Um, so there's that value of that market cap. Now, let's say one million of those tokens, which is a huge number, um, gets locked into this like on chain, like multi-sig account on Bitcoin and then is unlocked on the Ethereum network. So now it's like there's an extra, it's kind of like there's $2 million like of value like floating around. Um, so like maybe Kyber like collateralizes debts that they have like using these assets against that. And, and then also on Ethereum, you can like, people who have 20, 20 Bitcoin can like, take that, go to compound finance or other on-chain collateral systems and like create a bunch of debt, like create a bunch of die out of it and this and that. So now we go from like 21 million Bitcoin worth of value to maybe like 30 million Bitcoin worth of value, which then like collapses. Um, and Yeah, let's do that. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like what attracted me to like Bitcoin initially is that it's like you um <laughs> you uh you can't like fuck with it. Like it's just there and like that's that's what it is. And with like I see <laughs> Cleaning your bong or something. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> oh, like with like ICOs. No, it's like, um, so it's like you can make an analogy like between WBTC and like fucked up ICOs and OX Bitcoin and like Bitcoin or, or something. But so, something between those four things. Um, where it's like, <laughs> or like, Bitcoin is to WBTC, I don't know, as like, OX Bitcoin is to like, shitty ICOs. So it's like, you can have Bitcoin and you can like, do this thing to tokenize it that can be problematic and opens up like, all its users to like, systematic potential for fraud. And I'm not saying anything ill about the Kyber people, like, I don't know them, but... I definitely fully have good have the benefit of the doubt that they're operating like in good faith and aren't intending to fuck anything up, but it's like the road to hell is paved in good intentions. And then you have um, OX Bitcoin, which is just like, hey, we know that we're creating like a, a, a floor um, a, on the value of, or a ceiling on the value of this token because it's mineable um, using like a known and provable amount of real world like resources and electricity. And then separately there's like ICOs where um, those have just been like wrought with fraud and have kind of like destroyed um, the growth of the crypto sector or redirected it over the last year um, where, you know, if I did any research, I could pull up some statistics like 97% of ICOs like ended up with like the investors like down on their funds. Um, over the last year, 97% of them like didn't deliver on the products that they promised they were gonna deliver on, which is probably more of the issue that it's like marketers that are saying like, we're gonna bring like quantum computing like to the blockchain and like invite aliens from um, outside our galaxy, just like buy our token. Um, and then nothing like materializes and here it's like we have a good like tokenized store of value and also a good token distribution system, um, which you can also um, complement with some kind of like fundraising, um, like I think Cedo's doing. But Yeah, for sure.
Yeah, Ethereum's hash rate is down like a shitload. Yeah. How many how many downvotes did you get? <laughs> oh, nice. That's that's really good for Reddit. <laughs> I I way <laughs> nice. That's cool. <laughs> I start weighing my success on Reddit based on like how many downvotes I get. <laughs> yeah, those are rookie numbers. I'm used to like 20 now. <laughs> like tw minus 20. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's funny. I'm reading our cryptocurrency and there's something called Bitcoin Bitcoin with with two eyes <laughs> and it <laughs> the the I guess um and it is like a market cap it had a market cap briefly of 60 million um yesterday and now it has a market cap of 20 million today um I I think what they I think it's just that there are people that are like spending like it's listed on um, like three exchanges and they're ex like high volume exchanges. So it's like, I don't know, they must be like partnering with these exchanges. 
Okay, okay, so here we go. I click this first exchange that it's listed on, and it says at the top of the exchange, X-Rates Lab, get the pump and dump monthly prediction of BTC rate, join. <laughs> so it's like, I, yeah, and it's like, um, this gets 12 upvotes on, like, our cryptocurrency. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think, like, what you said earlier about just us having the long-term view um, of the project, and it's not even, like, we're saying anything, like, 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 we're not, like, encouraging people to, like, even, like, buy it, but, like, people that just, like, to get the technology and, like, we want adoption and sure like with um the economics of the token like definitely like utility is good um and stuff like like ha will have like likely have an upward pressure on the price but it's like um ultimately it's like this is good for ethereum to tokenize value um in this token especially when we're talking about like wanting to acquire like i mean like if we have like two percent of the like on-chain value of ethereum like there's probably like i don't know if that's like billions of dollars or like what what that you know number is where it's like um uh just like a pretty cool opportunity and just like consistently having a right a good message and like not yeah defrauding or yeah Yep. Totally, totally. And yeah, I think if you, yeah, I've studied marketing before and it's like uh, the first step to being able to like have a product like appreciated and wanted to be bought by a market is brand awareness. Um, and I, I think like for given that this product's like totally grassroots, like has no budget behind it, is done by a small number of people in their spare time on one side of things and then is like mined um, by other people and then uh, pushed out and communicated like like we're, we've been doing great for like brand awareness it's like brand awareness brand favorability and then this is more on the like marketing theory side there's like purchase intent um, maybe for OX Bitcoin that's like utility and that corresponds with like dApps picking us up um, and stuff like that um, but yeah, I think we've done great for like brand awareness. Like I've had people come up to me at like one of the few crypto conferences that I've been at and been like, holy shit, you're the OX Bitcoin guy. Like, and like was just like super, super positive and super like excited to meet me. And um, so, I mean, that's like super cool. And I think like, and honestly, like we've been, we've been doing great. And like, I think we should all be, uh, pretty proud about what we've done so far. Um, 
and pretty optimistic about where we'll keep growing to. Yeah, no, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, you're all special and we suck. So join our organization. <laughs> Hash this, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Co co ed. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Infernal Toast is typing. Oh, he started. Oh, he's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking. <laughs> it's just a cat on his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I think the uh, GPU miners are like scared of crypto. <laughs> it's like they love it, but they hate it because it's so volatile. <laughs> Timing is everything, I guess. Yeah, I know a lot of people at like mining at the professional level have not been doing so well since um since the summer kind of sucks. It's like um Yeah. Yeah. And it's one thing to do it like even to mine at a loss. Like I if you have two graphics cards and your electric bill 
goes up a little bit more. It's another thing to be doing that at an industrial scale. Like you just can't keep fucking doing it if you're losing money every month. It like doesn't make sense. It sucks. your fridge or something yeah mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I mean, seems crazy, but yeah, the the bills are real too. I want It'd be kind of cool to um, like mine a bunch of tokens, like hide the like not like admit to having them, like declare bankruptcy, waiting for them to appreciate, and then like selling them. <laughs> that'd be a cool. That'd be a cool scam. <laughs> Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I wonder how many folks are like they're the people that like you read about that um mortgage their house to like buy crypto or whatever, take out a loan they can't afford and then they did that in like in January, yeah. It's definitely when the most people did it. But it's like Yeah, but like if you declare bankruptcy, can you just like pretend that you lost the coins or hide them or 
It seems... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's different. I don't know. I don't know why we're. Ta I don't know why I'm talking about this. But it's like there's different degrees to it. Like if he bought Beanie Babies, it's like, well, where are the Beanie Babies? Um, but at the same time, it's like, hey, yeah, you know, they someone broke into my car and stole all these Beanie Babies. So maybe it's like my computer was hacked, or like you know whatever. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm just I'm just scheming. I'm just making some. Uh, you know, just when um, this comes up as evidence in my uh, fraud trial in a few years, I'll uh, feel pretty smart. When, when the Fire Festival documentary is made about me, then... Uh... Yeah, there's there's two yeah. So so having your own node, um like Infura is just like a bit slower than having your own node. So 
if you're yeah so if you're like if there are people who are mining and they have their own node and you're going against them and you're using infura like you'd have to bump up your gas price like super high um so that even if your transaction is coming in 10 20 seconds later because infura has that large of a delay sometimes you want to jump the queue on like a whole bunch of other um yeah of other transactions and like get higher um but if you're also have your own full node and you're sending in your um, transactions like about the same speed as that other miner, then you just want um, enough to be like ahead of them. Um, but also like you may think that like right now, um, like if it's like a new token that someone just releases, like you might think like, hey, right now I have this like short term comparative advantage where there's only five other miners that are going at it right now. And I think in a week, there's going to be 50 other miners. So you may want to like use a really high gas price to make sure that the net block speed of like all the transactions like are quicker, I think. But yeah, the economic, the game theory of it is super interesting. It's like, <laughs> as you're like FOMO mining into like a token. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes a huge difference. And it's like Infura isn't like you're not paying Infura to like make your transactions go super fast. Like they're just like do it, providing a service for free to the community and they have their own like caching layers and like queues and all this other stuff. Um, so yeah, for sure having your own node um can yeah get get you further along which is um yeah so, so yeah yeah exactly yeah so you can like be beating people with less gas um if you're running your own full node yeah yeah that's cool yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool cuz it's like I feel like we're all
thing where you had to like do the disc swap do you guys ever know like yeah 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 but you have to like keep the button down so it doesn't think the lid was open or some bullshit like that then you can play your your pirated games <laughs> what oh man oh like now some nail polish shit. <laughs> oh man. Oh, cool. some cold water near it. <laughs>
Nice. Yeah, I wonder on that YouTube video hack, like, I remember there was some stuff with the first CPU miner where it was in Node.js and it was like a, a set timeout, like, callback was being called. And I wonder if there's anything where if you starve the Node code, it, like, I don't know. I, I was, like, l optimizing it a little bit um, early on before working on the GPU miner. Yeah, like, it just wasn't doing as much work. And by having the other stuff going on, it, like, did something different around that. But whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> sick sick that's pretty solid the uh <laughs> yeah try vimeo <laughs> i heard you get like 3x of vimeo yeah <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> porn hub <laughs> <laughs> it sounded really convincing. Your good delivery. That's funny. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's let's call it soon. This, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Oh shit. You're uh cool, let me know DM me, I'll I'll swing by with some soup for you. I think <laughs> Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Alright, cool. Later. Take care. Alright, and that has been the OX Bitcoin community chat.